0: Welcome to episode 93 of Nobody Special. In this episode, in Christmas spirit, we talk about politicizing Jesus and immigration. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody's Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and foreign affairs official of Nobody's Special.
0: And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody's Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all not taking any of it too seriously. Hello, Danny. Hi, Caleb. It's Christmas time. Uh, just I mean, it about. Was, it was last week. But I'm wearing we, shorts. We were lazy. And yeah, these. It's this Advent is for season. Show. Actually, it's kind of cold outside. Yeah, but it's not cold in here. I'm wearing a jacket. I will start wearing a beanie. No, here's
1: here's why I have the beanie. Well, all right. First of all, you have the jacket because we can never agree on what the proper temperature is, and I feel I enjoy keeping things colder. And you're wrong.
0: But here's the difference. All right, I'm skin and bones. I'm literally skin and bones. Uh huh. What are you saying? I'm saying that I'm skin and bones. Uh huh. And that freaking cold no, reaches no. my bones uh-huh. quickly and you're saying and it, it doesn't on me I never said anything mm-hmm. about you Danny I'm going to drag people into awkward I only talk, to... awkward, I'm, I only talk about this myself this is that
1: episode of The Office that they have once a year whether it's the dinner party, Scott's Tots where it's just like oh don't like this at all hey, no, I never um, said anything about you I, I, I said that I, just, I am skin I, and bones I enjoy keeping it cold is all I'm saying to yes. be in the holiday spirit and because i'm not running the heater cuz i'm cheap same yep i was uh, freezing but... the other night
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was 80 Cri- i tried myself to no.
1: sleep <laughs> no i'm i actually i have the beanie on i'm going to be honest here's why yes my hair in the previous episode they, i every now and then i have issues of vanity i edited that one <laughs> he the cgi'd his thing. hair i <laughs> thought about it i was like what can i do to fix <laughs> whatever uh, bowl cut I had that night, it looked bad. Your hair
0: is always great. Mine is the one Ew. that's always crazy. About. I don't do anything.
1: I, no, I want to just put deal product with it. in because then I have to wash it out before I go to bed, and it's anyway. Uh, Caleb, though, oh, wow. it's Advent. Yes, it is, and uh, it's, it's Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And um, I need to know a very important thing. Yes. Uh, favorite Christmas cookie.
0: Favorite Christmas cookies.
1: I would have to say are the ones with the little pictures
0: on them. You know, like... Nope. They, <laughs> no, it's, a, it's Pillsbury. They're like about. pre-cut. And the they come with pre- snowmans cut, on pre-cut them. Pre-cut garbage? They, they come with Christmas trees with... The you know pre-cut. What about, right? They're just sugar cookies. Yeah, they're they're sugar cookies, they're but they pre- taste amazing. They're pre... And they have pictures on them, Danny. They have pictures on them! <laughs> pre-done? Who doesn't want to eat it? A cookie with a infused Christmas tree in it. But it's they're like, pre-done it, rolls. It's not even a roll. It's little, It's cut already. And they taste amazing. Yeah, anyone who is in my family will know what I'm talking about.
1: That's the most horrifying thing I've ever heard. You have to make your own cookies on Christmas. On Christmas? Or like in the Christmas season. I mean, we season. make our
0: own cookies.
1: Apparently, you, my, don't, you buy them, my, them on the tray. No, no.
0: Those are my favorite ones. Ah!
1: <laughs> I was super... This wasn't in the notes. I was going to spring it on you and then kind of have a jolly conversation about fun cookies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This took a
0: horrible turn. What are your favorite Christmas snickerdoodles? cookies? Snickerdoodles
1: or the kinds that all of us decorate. The sugar and cookies And Snickerdoodles that, aren't even cool.
0: Make? They taste gross. Got them.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> no, Snickerdoodles what? are good. I'll give it to you.
1: Snickerdoodles taste gross? I am... I am literally shaking right now. That's my favorite <laughs> thing on Twitter. I hear people say, I'm literally shaking in my car. Like, are you? Um, no. Shaking? Wow. What does that
0: even mean? How do you shake? How do you do that? Shake from anger. <laughs>
1: I'm is upset. It, is, it like is it
0: like a little groove? I'm, I'm shaking.
1: Uh, I'm no, shaking. I don't think it's a dance move. I think it's kind of a, I'm so upset that my body is convulsing. Right. And... and and then they put the "I'm literally doing that," and that's the point. I'm like, mm, "Are you like literally?"
0: That's one of my, that's my brother's like pet peeve is when you say literally, but it's not an actual literal thing. Yeah, it makes him upset. Yeah, it, it physically makes him shake.
1: <laughs> it literally. Uh, my favorite I ever heard it was it was uh, Bob Costas in the Olympics. Bob Costas has some, gosh, we could do a whole episode of things Bob, Bob Costas has said. Mm-hmm. during the olympics that are just r- 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 wrong for instance he uh um called usain bolt an african-american man
0: Ooh, mm.
1: yep well but, like that uh, <laughs> i mean no like no no he's neither of those yeah, he's neither of those. Yeah, he's neither African nor American. But, but I feel bad for him said... Cause I
0: feel like that's like a cultural thing that we started a while ago until we realized, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, that's kind
1: yeah. of, yeah, that's a bit he, he backed himself <laughs> into corn on that. But yeah. it, it was during some kind of, I think it was, I I can't think of the thing, but he said that this person had, literally has the weight of the w- world on his shoulders.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I oh, don't know, Bob. That seems kind of figurative on that one. Uh, that might not be the proper usage of the word literally. This man figuratively
0: has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, just don't say figuratively. This man has yeah. the weight of the world on, on his shoulders. I'll know what he means, but I do think Bob you Costas. You could even say
0: seriously. I think he's trying seriously. to imply a serious tone, so right. say seriously. Right. It's not saying that it's literal. It's saying right. you are serious that he has the weight of the world mm-hmm. on his shoulders. Which is a figurative mm-hmm. thing to say.
1: <laughs> okay, but back to co- the cookie debacle. Uh-huh. Um. What the heck, man?
0: You know, I, I'm i confident in my okay. cookie choices. I guess, I guess that's and fine. And I'm going to...
1: The problem I have on those... We're going to
0: eat them next week. Next episode, the one before Christmas, I'm going to force you to try these. I'm going to bake some before... No,
1: they're good, but here's the problem I have. Is that if I buy those, I'm not going to put them in the oven. I'm just going to like, ooh, You're, a yeah. cookie-ish. You we, know. we
0: always end up eating like three or four of them before we put them in. But <gasps> still, we're definitely doing that next episode. No, I'll bake my cookies, you bake your cookies, and we'll have a cookie taste test. No, let's let's do this. Next episode, oh. let's bake all the different type of Christmas no, cookies. No, <laughs> no.
1: Let's spend all the money. Have you seen my kitchen? It tried to kill you <laughs> one week. We're not doing that in here. Um. All right, so, so true Christmas cookie story. Yes. Now – my mom, as I was growing up, all always made the cookie dough and everything, and, and, and part of it, is if, if trying to make a sugar cookie, you got to ball it into, a, balls put it in the fridge to be able to cool it down prior to like cutting it. It's a very important step. Mm-hmm. Now, so that kind of turned cookie making into a two-day process because you put them in, you kind of chill them, and you get to them the next morning kind of a thing. So here's here's what my mom did. Because there was a problem with, and I'm, I'm not admitting to anything. Mm-hmm. Some people would pick at the cookie dough from the fridge until there was none left.
0: I have a feeling I know who this
1: person is. See, that's the assumption I don't appreciate—that it was just <laughs> one of us. There were many of us in the household. So here's what she did one week, one a year. She made the cookie dough ball, put it in a ball, right. put the ball in the middle, in the front of the fridge. Yes. And I saw that, and it was like, it, would, it was only about this big. It was just about the size of a cat head. Yeah. That's a weird measurement, but if you're from the <laughs> South, that makes sense. Uh, Why from the South? They call them, that's a, that's a measurement. Oh, I thought you were, you were just like saying cat. Like, no, the it's size about of the size cat of, cat head. of a literal and cat the people head. up yes. north didn't have cats. no, it's a literal, but no, they don't describe it because they I don't know I whatever you continue <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> and I opened up the fridge because I knew it was cookie dough day, and I only saw one cookie dough ball, and I was like, oh, "There's only one," so our our pickings became larger mm-hmm. than they would normally have been. Right. Uh, and we demolished that cookie dough ball until it was gone very quickly, thinking it was a scarcity. So the next morning, I get up, and Mom is rolling out cookie dough, just, like, loads of cookie dough to cut cookies. And I'm just like, hey, um, hey, Mom, cool, cookie. Where did the cookie dough come from? And she had hid four other cookie dough balls in the back corner of the fridge because that was a cookie dough ball she wanted us to find and pick at it so she could actually make cookies. And I've never been, it was a combination of like proud yeah. and upset at the same time. I'd be proud of my like, mom. <laughs> I'm a little upset because I really wanted cookie dough at about 10 p.m. when no one was looking and I yeah. thought we were out. And that's some garbage right there. So yeah, no, she, she started putting out uh, distraction cookie dough balls. Yeah. And I'm still a little bit upset to this day. Yeah, sure. Speaking I mean of smart, desserts. We oh, have yes. our
0: we have our Christmas cakes. Yes. And while we are enjoying these delicious Christmas cakes, I wanna I didn't tell you about this, but we're doing ASMR channel now. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are gonna start a dumb little thing that you guys can participate in in each episode. And if you wanna email us or comment us, we're gonna do two secret words. Now we didn't we didn't we didn't choose discuss, our words so we before. can't clearly say oh, here. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna choose, but we. All right. we we're gonna choose two words. Meet Danny chooses one for me. I choose one for him, mm-hmm. and we each have to work it into the podcast. Now we have been doing this in the past, like couple podcasts. Yeah, but the thing is that it's it's really uh, you you guys don't know about it, so It's kind of scores pointless. two. Well, it was for we were us. practicing. Yeah, scores yeah, it was, two to zero. I think. No, I got one last week. Half. Whatever. Whatever. But <laughs> so, what is your word? Let, let's decide. Really I mean, quick. like, I let's, can't. Let's pause. We literally can't yeah. choose a word. Choose a word, Danny. Oh my gosh! I have one for you.
1: Hmm.
0: Oh no, it's we gonna be. <laughs> we have oh, typing you're gonna abilities. Type it. I was gonna whisper in your ear. That their really microphones. Their, <laughs> only up, <laughs> their
1: only job is to pick up. Their only job is pick up sound. Hmm. Okay. This is getting cut, right? I mean, this part is getting cut.
0: Sure. I mean, if you wanted to. So, we have each chosen our words, Mm -hmm. now that we have resumed. And you guys have to, it might be obvious sometimes, but basically it's going to be a blind shot in the dark. But, if you guess it, guess what you win
1: nothing uh, uh <laughs> I, yeah i couldn't even think of something because it might <laughs> obligate us to do it <laughs> like that's a high five and like no no we have <laughs> that's a plane ride i can't afford so yes guess the secret word yeah but
0: play along if you want um, don't play along
1: but um I mean, could we I, I guess we can't really mail them anything no no i mean
0: we could yeah if they want to give us their addresses, but I don't know how good of a idea that is.
1: This can be a thing I just kind of forget about until it's like, oh no, I have to ship it, and I, and I'll be just, oh, you know, in a kind of. A McDonald's or something and I'll just have to get him anything. It's like, I don't know, I guess I'm getting Gary some French fries or something. I don't know. And then I'm gonna buy oh, yeah. all these nasty French fries. It's gonna be like, sorry Gary, I procrastinated. But they're the whole still thing.
0: good to eat because they're from McDonald's and they last
1: forever. No, they're still edible. They're not they're good edible, to eat. There's a difference eat, yeah. in that sentence. That's
0: <laughs> so, true. Anyway. It, it might be like eating <laughs> eating a wrench, but oh. they'll be they'll be yeah. edible in the <laughs> in the long run. <laughs> so anyway. Um yeah.
1: so uh, comment that in any of, of, of the things, and uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna make this fun, so it'll be in the show somewhere. Yeah, um, Caleb, mm-hmm. with it being Advent, right. why did we think is eating desserts while we do this is a good idea? Yeah, it was really like, hard. This <laughs> is <laughs> this like, an audio podcast, and I'm like, I am parched now. Uh, it's not parched, just so you know. Parched, what does that mean? My, I need liquid. Um, Whatever. Anyway, what are uh, we talking about this week? Caleb. Yes. It's Advent. Mhm. I want to talk about baby Jesus. Specifically, right. A couple like days does. ago. Oh, hold on. For starters, I don't want to talk about the impeachment. I don't want to talk about FISA. I don't want to talk about any of that.
0: What is there to talk about in any of that? In any of that?
1: <laughs> Nothing. The end. Okay, so a couple days ago, I wake up and I have a bad habit that I'm trying to break and I'm getting better at of I stare at the phone first thing I do. That's a bad idea. It shapes your brain in weird ways. Don't do it. But yes, an sure. article pops up about... A um a a specific kind of nativity set, right? Where Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, and Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. This is why Gosh. we can't do sweets on. We can't do this. <laughs> have been caged, right? Yes, and separated. Mm.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, what could this mean? Now, <laughs> listen.
0: I'm listening. I'm, I'm all ears.
1: I'm not trying to throw shade at any particular. People. Sure. But. <laughs> big but here. Uh, at 6.05 in the morning, first thing I did is I got up. I saw this. I just saw the picture. I didn't see the headline. I didn't see anything else. First thing, I thought, like, this is definitely a Methodist church in California. And and then I felt bad about that at first. It's like, I shouldn't just, like, stereotype places similar to that. I shouldn't do it. Yeah. And <laughs> opened up the article. Uh, United Methodist Church in California posted an a nativity scene that Mary, Joseph, and Jesus are all separated in cages in protest of immigration policies that, for the record, have also currently been changed and they're doing better at and there's more accountability, but they're still protesting.
0: Right. Now, if you're uh, a Methodist, I apologize for my friend over here, Daniel. Um... But it's just
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. One of us has to be nice. Hold on. No, um, I have a lot of friends who come out of a Methodist church. They are in the middle yeah. of figuring out their identity and they're trying to not split. Um, a couple of the major things going on is, is in – out of my perspective, they're debating the authority of Scripture and if it is actually authoritative, because if it is, you have to listen to it, period. Yep. All mm-hmm. the other debates go away if Scripture is authoritative. So right. uh, there's a few things they're struggling through interpretation, and I'm not trying to say every Methodist out there is is bad. I know plenty of great, great Methodist pastors. Uh, Pastor Dave Landers, actually, he's retired that man is on point. Yeah. And if I could get him on this podcast, I straight up would. But he is retired and loving it. Yeah. And has no intention of just wading on out into the uh, uh, political stuff. He's like, nah, I'm retired. I'm good. I'll let you young <laughs> boys figure that out. And I'm like, God bless that man. And in plenty of them. But there is this issue of his scripture authoritative. And right. that's going to be the undergirdings of, of a good amount of this also. Because... They're trying to claim that Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were w- w- uh, uh, trying to go into another country mm-hmm. uh, to seek asylum as, as, as trying to get out of their current country. So, right, um, in, and, and they took this as an opportunity to demonstrate through artistic purposes their protest of immigration policies. Right. Okay. Yeah. I have summarized it as non-offensively as I could. Which, granted, we didn't do great, but <laughs> we gave it a shot. Step in line.
0: Step in line. I know line. this is a This is
1: why we can't have sugar beforehand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, first thoughts, Caleb. What do you think?
0: What do I think? Yes, I immediately. Now, Danny, you asked me at the gym. He he, he mentioned this to me. He was like, "What? What state do you think this was in?" Those are private conversations. <laughs> I think we all know it, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: California <laughs> got well, it right,
0: but I mean, it's not. It's not only you know. It's not that California is bad. I mean, no,
1: no. There's not. There's plenty. But, I I would love to go to California too. I know a few people in California. Phenomenal. Yeah. For sure. That that isn't the issue <laughs> I have. And, yeah. No. And we'll totally get to that in in a minute.
0: Uh. But my thoughts on this are, you know, I, I think, you know, it's it's a it's a point they're putting a point out there mm-hmm. that seems kind of, kind of null, because, at the nativity, I think this is what you're kind of gonna bring up a bit. They weren't refugees.
1: So okay, I want to give that our. A- argument fair credence mm-hmm. because they're trying to claim they're 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 trying to seek asylum or trying to get out of their country and go to safety in another country so right. i do want to give the uh, that story credence and the best place to talk about that does come from uh, 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 matthew 2 13 through 15 that it says this now when they had uh, departed them talking about the Magi, or the guys bringing gold, frankincense, and myrrh, the wise men. Right. Um, When they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Arise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for this child and destroy him. And he arose, uh, took the child and his... uh, a mother by a night and departed to Egypt and stayed there until the death of Herod. Mm -hmm. And all this was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet out of Egypt. I will call my son. Okay. So, so, so here's the deal on this kind of Herod stunk. Herod's a bad guy. And, and he had heard that the, 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 the king had come. Um, right. And, and that scared him because he checked his uh, business card, and it said King Herod. And he was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, that's oh, no. a danger for oh. me. Um, uh- s- <laughs> so his plan, and I've and, and this comes up all throughout the Bible in kind of a weird amount of times that the answer is to just murder a bunch of babies. Mm-hmm. That's a weird stance to take, like, and no one said, no. what? Like... The amount of times no one says anything to that, I don't know. That one's weird to me. I think if a president or something said like, uh, "Solve this. We're gonna kill the babies," I'd be like, "Hold on." Uh, Question here. I mean, we Do you are mean like the babies. You know, kind
0: of having that issue nowadays. Oof, <laughs> at oof. least we have people fighting. Hold on, it. one issue at a time. One <laughs> issue at a time. We're
1: <laughs> but we're tackling immigration today, not the other one. Um, that'll be on our series on adoption. Um, Ooh, yeah that's a biblical thing. Anyway, yeah. um so they did flee to go to Egypt. Mm-hmm. In some sense, you could claim they were refugees. Right. So there's a bit of credence to that, but it isn't as strong of a case as people are making it sound. I think the the trying to say they're they're doing that is a form of proof texting to Get to a biblical point that people have all already decided the conclusion of mm-hmm. um the 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 primary difficulty people have in reading ancient texts and the Bible is an ancient text it's two thousand years old minimum um, in some well in some parts a nineteen fifty whatever it doesn't matter it's thousands of years old, so um yeah, we tend to read things through our perspective right and instead i have to understand that culture to understand what it is that's being said right in in that culture going between those countries was different now granted they're trying to get out of uh king herod's ability to murder them Right. Um so they were in a sense refugees kind of, but it was still a cultural difference between just like crossing a border, being stopped at a border, being detained and all that. It was very different. Yeah. The borders were a little different in that context. It was uh, it, it it was very different. Yeah. So I'm trying to be fair to their point that there is a claim that can be made, although I think that isn't the point of of this particular passage or Im- it's barely important to it, but they did at a time trying to escape king Herod who who had the plan of murdering the babies right but they didn't do that in the manger mm-hmm. a wise man showed up about 2 to 3 years after so they weren't there and if if they still had 2 to 3 year old baby Jesus in a manger still in the crowded city then that census has gone horribly wrong <laughs> yeah so i i, I don't know I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be fair to that point, right. and I get that they have complaints yes. on how the immigration system has happened. I get that they have complaints. I'm all about that. Sure. Okay. You know, let's talk this thing through. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is the right way to do it.
0: Yeah, and I think my main – my biggest problem with this out of everything is you're taking away the point of right. Christmas. Right, You know, we're not supposed to be using Jesus to mm-hmm. create a point – Right. That isn't other than he loves you and right. he wants a relationship with you. You know, like mm-hmm. the point of it is Jesus came to be our savior and this right. is the birth of that and mm-hmm. how he came to save us. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just kind of annoying to me that they would take something as special as that. Right. Something that is Right, monumental—the the biggest thing that ever happened in history. I mean, not just, like Second. the life—the life of Jesus. Second, yes. <laughs> Second um, biggest. The Thirty-three years after that was yeah, a little. Yeah. That, that was, was definitely a important. important. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you know, I would say the start of yeah, kind of the hinge of the Bible. Is yeah, what we always called it in my old classes. You can tell, you know, the Bible's in two parts, and that's the hinge mm-hmm. is the life of Jesus, and that's the start of the hinge. Right, and it, it's so it, important. Absolutely. And to take away from that by trying to make a point that's other than anything that's actually right special. Well, about it's, Jesus, mm-hmm. you know.
1: It it's arguing a it counterfactual. That's the problem I have. Is is that they're trying to say if Jesus had come to America now, they would have separated them at birth. Okay, sure. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe we have no idea because that didn't happen. That's right. that's the thing. Now, also I, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's I the like. entire point. Is that there's a, a beauty to the incarnation of God taking on flesh that they have ignored mm-hmm. to make a point that doesn't occur scripturally. Right. And that is the problem I have. Is mm-hmm. is is at this point they weren't separated at the border. They did not have this happen. It did not occur. And and it and, and to claim out Rage based on a thing you made up, I think, isn't is kind of intellectually dishonest.
0: And also, the claim that if if these borders were, you know, a problem mm-hmm. problem, then that God's plan wouldn't have succeeded mm-hmm. is kind of funny. You right. know, it's like, oh, you know, right. Jesus wouldn't have died on the cross to save our <coughs> to save everyone and mm-hmm. uh, cleanse our sins if. You
1: know this
0: border sure. wasn't open. You know God yeah. can't work around that. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but, but like, at,
1: at, at the same time, I I am trying to be fair to their concerns of the immigration process. And to be honest, I have right. some concerns about oh, the yeah. immigration oh, process for too. Sure. It is not a perfect process, absolutely not. Um, and and there are parts of 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 the discourse that I think needs to be had. But the problem Mm -hmm. is that this kind of stuff really diminishes the actual discourse part of it. Right. Uh, People can't have an intellectual conversation if I feel I need to twist the words of Scripture to say a thing I need it to say in order to prove a point. Which isn't even really proving a point. That is the problem of the (laughs) authority of Scripture. Mm -hmm. If Scripture is authoritative, I I don't get to do Christian fanfic in order to make a point. That right. might be way too harsh, but I'm flowing nope, with it. that's what it um, is. <laughs> I, I mean, that's how they depicted it. This is Christian fan fiction. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that didn't occur, and they're trying to just push a point instead of art. Or, no, instead of, of, of telling a beautiful story about God taking on flesh. Um, right. That, to me, it diminishes the entire point of Advent. Mm-hmm. And It is very problematic, and and yeah. churches n- need to stop doing this kind of stuff because they think it's clever or witty or proves a point. Speak the thing that the text is actually saying right. and don't apologize in the process. Yeah. Seriously. I don't I know mean, why that's a controversial opinion. And
0: it's, it's hard sometimes. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Right. Like, applying yourself to the scripture and saying no right. to the things of this world and – you know, opinions of the world, mm-hmm. it is hard, you know, like, Absolutely. you run into it all the time, like, people ask you your stance on stuff, and it is hard to set your foot down and be like, this mm-hmm. is what I believe, you right. know? Um, and it's something that has to happen, though, and it's, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk about it, you mm-hmm. know, like, and we can still have these conversations, like, sure. talking about, you know, refugees, that's something that needs to be talked about, it's, a, it's a problem that... You know, it's a bumpy road, but Mm -hmm. we're trying to solve slowly but surely. Right. And the thing about that is, like, you can still have those conversations, but trying to diminish the actual point of Christmas um, in order to have that opinion Mm -hmm. and make it louder than it, you know, Mm -hmm. already is. (laughs) I mean, it's, I mean, it's, we're we're talking about these things. You know, it's like, right.
1: It's just dumb. It, I think it's this idea that if I feel a thing strong enough, then that makes it valid. Right. Um, and, and from a factual standpoint, that just isn't true. And that's part of the issue in these conversations, I think. And, and I'll, I'll, I'm trying to be fair on the criticism because I feel as if I've smacked one side yeah, really right. hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, both ends of the political spectrum need to shut up and pay attention to each other a little mm-hmm. bit more. We need um, to have conversations with each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the uh, uh, the problem of these taking it to Congress and all that is it, is the they have these quote-unquote debates or or the hearings or that kind of stuff, but to be honest, they already know how it's going to pan out before mm-hmm. these things happen and they just waste a lot of time in the process. There needs to be an honest a discussion uh, that occurs where people pay attention to the concerns of the other people because i'll i'll be honest because i've hit the not conservative side pretty hard Mm -hmm. conservative side tends to get pretty angry about stuff really quickly Mm -hmm. and that is a hindrance to the conversation right um yeah if i can't jump straight to oh the 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 i can't even think of A slur, the Democrat or the conservatives use. That's appropriate. Oh, the snowflakes are trying to ruin this country by this, this, and this. And it's like, all right, man, calm down a little bit, boomer. Um, Like it's (laughs) too far. Why? (laughs) Reel it (laughs) back. All right, calm down a bit. Um, Pay attention to the thing they're actually trying to communicate because. Mm-hmm. whether I agree or I don't agree, that is a thing they are thinking and it is right. a thing they are feeling and that has to be addressed. And if I just say, no, that's dumb and you're dumb, well, that's only going to increase the divide more.
0: And I think people who who took – I mean I didn't take debate. It was just part of my school mm-hmm. um, who do debate in high school mm-hmm. or whatever schooling. Um, I feel like they understand it. it's on both sides. Like mm-hmm. I know tons of people who – it sounds terrible, but the people who take debate, when you have controversy, mm-hmm. it goes a lot more smooth. Um, and it's just – it's better because in debate, yeah. it's not arguing. You know, this is this, what this is – lo- a lot of what's going on nowadays is mm-hmm. people just yelling at each other. Right. But in order to win a debate, you need to be able to listen to the other side. Mm-hmm. And in order to win the debate, you also need to be calm and level-headed. <clears throat> because right. i know just from watching you know like we would have these debates and we would you know mm-hmm. it's two. we would each pair up and right. on each side and and it's yeah it's it's a it's yeah. a whole thing but each side you can tell who's going to win honestly yeah. by how level-headed they are yeah. if they're getting upset and right. really annoyed by the other right. side and they're like ah no you're you're wrong right. yeah. um then you're not yeah. listening first of all because yeah. you're too busy being upset and you just need to learn to listen, stay calm, yeah. and that is the only
1: way things get done. You know, like, <laughs> well, because well, no passerby is gonna think that the guy going, oh, really? Is that what you believe? Is that what you think? Really, 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 really? No one's gonna think that guy's w- is <laughs> a- is actually on top of the conversation here. Yeah. I just think like, oh, that poor boy is stalling. Like someone – oh, someone jump in and tag him out. Right. He doesn't know what's going on. I mean even uh, um, a Crowder's Change My Mind videos. <laughs> Every now and then they'll just get the guy like, no, you just – no. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. It's like <laughs> – Yeah. It's it, – And no you can one see it that in him guy, too. Like you know?
0: he's he's always calm. Like unless they – are the first one. Yeah. Like he, he Unless changed. they they like <laughs> – fight back a lot mm-hmm. like he you can tell he did get mm-hmm. kind of upset like um, i mean but they have a I few mean, you though that.
1: they it, they've had a few that they've actually had good conversation paying attention to right. each other and it's, it's been great. fantastic they've and actually even had if you disagree couple, yeah. being able to yeah. walk
0: away from it and being calm and like just appreciating mm-hmm. another human being for having an intellectual conversation mm-hmm. is awesome absolutely i have had many of those conversations like right man that was really good. I mean, we right. still disagree, but like, right. and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I well, because I, I
1: value you them as an individual, yes. in, instead of just a talking head and a talking point. Mm-hmm. And disagreement isn't a bad thing.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's a learned thing. Like, if you if you are easily, you know, hot headed, and don't think that you're like lesser and mm-hmm. less intellectual as well. I mean, I keep on using that, but mm-hmm. it's just a. A thing to be practiced because when I first took debate like I would, first couple of debates I would say I always got you know kind of heated whether mm-hmm. I showed it or not yeah um and it it genuinely just disrupts you from listening and actually valuing the other person's mm-hmm. opinion and it's not and it's not something that comes easily mm-hmm. either um I mean some something people I think just have it naturally but like I hate those people <laughs> uh, can
1: I confess to a couple things yes okay even over the past two years, mm-hmm. you've gotten a lot better about staying level-headed. Mm-hmm. So, as a debater, you are actually very, very good until you get feisty. Yeah. And there were a couple instances that, <laughs> I don't know, I just didn't have the energy to like put my full oomph into it. So, I just made a nonsensical emotional point. To just reset I, your yeah, brain, and, you, and it pushed you to feisty? You're annoying. I, I know. <laughs> I really I, dislike him I, right now. <laughs> I don't feel good about it. But I feel fine. <laughs> like, I'm I'm sorry, Caleb. I'm sorry. I've grown as a person, too. I get in fewer Twitter arguments now. Yeah? Fewer.
0: Yeah, that does annoy me. I hate your, your Twitter. Anytime I sign in on Twitter and I see your... Your little s- strand okay. of annoying First of all, comments. That <laughs> one only
1: happened once, and it's my most retweeted and liked thing. Uh, second of all, I had a good conversation the other day because I mean, speaking of disagreement, um, the Gospel Outpost does have a Twitter, mm-hmm. and I I automatic tweet out everything on there and put a bunch of hashtags in. Just every now and then, I'll get a notification, and there was a guy who was trying to bait me into conversations. He's like, "Can't you just pray that God could give?" you the information to give to me and then I would put my faith in him. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to take that bait. Like that's, <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. And so I was just trying to be calm. I, 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 I stuck to the gospel and didn't mm-hmm. get drawn into that. And just because of that, he started getting more and more upset. Um, And I was trying to not do that. And so I even backed off because he was getting upset and I was like, I don't want anyone to get upset. I'm only here to say this thing that Jesus died to save us from our sins. And if I put my trust, and faith in Him, I'm going to be in eternity. Mm-hmm. And and he said, yeah, but where in the Bible does it say to not answer people's questions and be ru- rude? And I was like, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be rude here. I'm actually just trying to not get drawn into this. But I think that's important to understand that um, the Christian. A message at times is going to be crazy offensive to people, right. and it isn't that they're offended at us; it's that their flesh is offended at the message of Christ. Yeah. And and in that moment, you know, even going to the a nativity thing, when I disagree, I still have to give the love of Christ in the process. Right probably didn't do that the best this episode whatever i might Yeah, we out. came in swinging we that came was bad in, we came in we harsh apologize we do <laughs> we don't we've had a lot of coffee and some sugar um because it is important to n- n- not cut people off of the body of christ or kind of anger them out our goal right. isn't to stand pro or against anything but actually to give the, the love of christ to people especially during times it's difficult mm-hmm. um if I came out swinging on the first part, it's because I – that's crazy offensive to me as a person that actually does try to be obedient to the word of scripture to see it twisted in that manner by a fellow pastor. Danny's that to me is really. No, that's crazy offensive to me because of how it treats scripture. But, well, yeah. Um, I mean – Grace for everyone. <laughs> no, wow. That was a bummer
0: of a <laughs> – Because I, I said it on the exhale. It's not – there's grace, it's for, grace everyone, for everyone, I guess. You know, me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a tricky, mm-hmm. it's a tricky subject, right? And I think all of us acknowledge that. Right. We're all very passionate about it, and I don't think there's a lot of people out there that don't want to help people in need. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a fairly mm-hmm. common. Well, I mean, there's of course there's some people, you know, but like,
1: yeah, what the heck. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but I think, you know, we're just going about it in different ways, right? And that's fine. But I think I mean both sides are passionate about wanting these people to be helped, but also like you but do need like- to take into account how how to uh, not disrupt our country a ton in doing so. You know, like, you see what I'm saying? A little bit. I mean. <laughs> I did not want to get into this. What what did I do? What did I do, guys? (laughs) Um,
1: The argument – I was actually challenged on this by a person. It was actually from a Facebook – we'll call it a conversation about a year and a half ago um, Mm -hmm. where one person kind of did the like, really? Is that what you believe? Well, is it really? And I was like, dude, you just got to – come down a little bit and then another person challenged the aspect of actually taking care of 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 the poor those in need those kinds of things and Mm -hmm. and and to be fair they um they brought up scripture as a non-christian but in proper context so i gotta hand that i gotta (laughs) hand that to them i mean it it was a good point that i had to think about that in these cases that there are people trying to come out of a government that is tyrannical right yeah and is trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, how should I? How can I be Christ in this case? And it isn't. If if I'm being fair and Christian, then it isn't a hundred percent closed border that some people are asking for. Right. But it's also not a hundred percent open border. That mm-hmm. one don't make sense either. Um So then there's. There's got to be some kind of degree that everybody is happy on it being yeah. open or closed because there are there is a such thing as government t- or or, or government based persecution. Right. I mean, China, Hong oh, Kong, sure. all these are are very good examples of this. Mm-hmm. That the state even has control over the church in things they can and cannot say. Russia, China, these kinds of countries that have that. Um, a lot of the Middle Eastern countries they have that type of thing that the the government men is too tied to the church that the church can't be the church um and that's very problematic right so if i am trying to care over these people then how do i do that in a christian context to be able to address the immigration problem and also the problem of government problems in other countries Mm -hmm. how can i do this yeah and 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 that's a balance, to be honest, I'm still kind of working through. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. I
0: mean, I wouldn't even say I have – I don't have a full thought-out mm-hmm. stance on this yet. You know, like right. it is – it's just such – there's so many moving parts. Right. And it's hard to have a definitive like – Sure. You know, this is what I want. You know, like – Yeah. And it is – it's hard. And that's why I feel like, you know, there is – even inside the church, you know, there's all this mm-hmm. All these different opinions. hmm But it's – you know it's
1: tricky absolutely but um the, the 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 problem in politics and even theology that is has kind of a a crossover as as far as that goes is that we have to stop thinking about policy as policy and theology as theology because of its effects mm-hmm. um if if i put a cap on 100 people can come in. What do I say to 101? Right. And that's the problem I have, is 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 that these aren't policies or any of that. These are people that are actually affected by this. I mean, it's kind of the same thing for um, the way people talk about homosexuality on a scriptural perspective. Personally, I think most of the church has communicated it too angrily. And there are, right. are people struggling through homosexuality that are hurt by how it's being communicated. Yeah. For sure. And not the truth of it, but how it's being communicated. The same thing on on immigration. I mean, Trump's policies, I tend to agree with some more than 50% of them, but like just barely. Um we're mm-hmm. just scooting under that. Uh <laughs> but but the way he communicates them, I think are atrocious and outrageous. Mm-hmm. Especially to a person who is claiming faith, right? Um, I mean, even today, he's tweeted some things that I I feel cross the line, that right. they're they're inappropriate, they're they're those kinds of things because it's talking only about policy and not understanding that these are actual people that are being affected. Mm-hmm. So that's the point on immigration I get stuck at is if a person is coming and asking for help. And they're being honest about it. I'm not sure i I'd have the the strength to be able to say I can't help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, do you know what I mean? And I
0: think you know the church should have more of a mm-hmm. lead than we do. Yeah. Um, and a lot of things. Right. Which, once again, I I don't have a fully fleshed out right. opinion on. Right. <laughs> right. Uh. But you know, I think <laughs> coming back to the uh, the age old question, what would Jesus do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it would be hard right. to turn away people. Right. And,
1: um, I mean, not people, but a specific. It would it, it would be hard to turn away a specific mm-hmm. person. Right. If I, because I'm, I mean, I faced this in. Uh, actually, Chan put it best in. It, In his book on hell, uh, talking about that hell just isn't this biblical doctrine that that needs to be talked about and all this. It is a place that people Mm -hmm. we know are definite going to end up, Mm -hmm. that I know people that are going to end up in actual hell as described as it is in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And if I have a great understanding of that doctrine of hell, then I should be doing way more. Mm-hmm. To prevent, to do anything in my power to stop that f- 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 from occurring, right? In, in giving it every effort I have, yeah. If I actually understood what it is that's going on, if I actually understood the 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 the, the scriptural context and theology, then for sure it it changes a person to understand th- that in that manner,
0: right? Yeah. So there's a gravity
1: to it that's not always transferred mm-hmm. through. Oh yeah, I mean I'm all about the academics, but the academics do tend to get people to think academic and not practical. Yeah, and and those two aren't at odds. And I I feel oftentimes in Christianity they're they're pitched as at odds. I can either be practical or I can be theological. And truth is, if the theology isn't practical, then you haven't done the theology right.
0: Yeah. And I think that I mean the number one way we can <clears throat> help this, and I think a lot mm-hmm. of people already are, is praying. Mm-hmm. And I have—I don't think I'm going to be the the thought leader on this that's going <laughs> to solve these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll pray for one though, you right. know, like right. I think that that's the important thing here is believing that God can do something. You know, mm-hmm. it, it seems very hopeless that like there's right. these two sides that are sputting heads, nothing's going to mm-hmm. get done. But it's like. You know, if we if we truly pray and believe mm-hmm. that God can work through, um, you know, some mm-hmm. some sort of bill or person, right? Uh, bill, <laughs> a guy named Bill, yes. <laughs> a William, even yes.
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a I mean, this is Advent one. though. This is Advent. If we can't have hope in Advent, then I don't think we fully understand Advent. V- v- event. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. doing the whole blog series on hope because I was plug, thinking... Plug, plug, plug. Go
0: check it out, well, guys. It's
1: not a plug. It's just I've been thinking a lot about it. Um, that hey, that this is a... Th- yes, own this. it's mine. Yeah, go read my stuff. Um, whatever. <laughs> a, a link in the description. Uh, I actually have to put that in now. <laughs> yeah. That is stupid. I hate this. Um, no, I mean, this is a time of hope. In in, in, in the coming of Christ in, in the form of Eight pound three ounce baby Jesus, um, <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. for quoting Talladega Nights there. I really apologize. Uh, the 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 entire thing of of God taking on flesh mm-hmm. is so building of hope that Christ came to us in order to re- return us to the Father to right. be in the presence of God because. I couldn't do it on my own. Christ had to come to us and be in our presence first mm-hmm. so that I could be in the the presence of 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 God the Father forevermore. Amen hallelujah. yeah right and 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 I think that's the problem I had about the nativity is that everything that the coming of Christ stood for was absolutely stripped out. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, the hope, the joy, the peace, the uh, 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 love, everything else. It was just stripped. It, it was just taken out of that, and it's such right. a beautiful story and opportunity that it needs to be given its its due and its importance. Right. I so, think it's man. This is
0: Advent. This time of hope. It's yeah, and it's important to focus on that, and I mm-hmm. feel like that should be our. Challenge, I guess, to you guys and myself. Like, I feel like it's easy to get caught up in. I mean, every every church says it. Get caught up in the the Santa Claus and the you know presents mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's important to remember what the season is actually about. And I feel don't, like that don't brings. say it. A lot. What?
1: Don't say it. I'm not. Don't say the.
0: I'm, I don't know what you want me to say. The R for the S. But I was gonna say it's important to, you know remember what brings true hope and joy um and that's of course family I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no it's a uh, contrived political statements yes. <laughs> it's uh, it's jesus you know yeah. and that's it's good to focus on his right. coming and the advent season so let's do that mm-hmm. and truly you know mm-hmm. Rake in the, the the joy, the joy of the Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seemed really yeah. prosperity, and I don't like that I just said that. Well,
1: another encouragement. We're kind of in the yes. silly part now. Um, I would like to applaud all the pastors I podcast and pay attention to their sermons. That not mm-hmm. One of them has said, Jesus is the reason for the season, which... Is that what you thought I was going to say? I so you were so close. I was like, if you say it, I'm. I'm the reason for the yeah, season. Yeah, like the Jesus is the reason for the season. I so furiously hate. I don't know why I hate that. I I'd say I have a disproportionate hatred of that phrase that I can't fully hey. understand why or where it comes from. But that's I true, definitely Danny, hate that phrase. Know, Jesus is the reason for the season. No, it's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. Also, we can say it better. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all. I'm saying. <laughs> I agree <laughs> you know I mean I do think there needs to be an emphasis on Christ over Christmas mm-hmm. clearly that um, we shouldn't trample each other for toys in Walmart right um, cle- clearly not sure <laughs> I'm not sure who's on the other side of that argument, but you know I and mean, that's
0: the real point of Christmas
1: at least eight people a year
0: um, if you if you can't physically harm someone with your foot over getting some Legos. But and that, like, what's actually the point? <laughs>
1: happens. I feel bad joking about that. People <laughs> die on chopping, you know? Uh, so uh, I just bad. feel as if there's a better way to say it other than he's the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just hate if sermons rhyme too much. Yeah. I just feel that's, you're just forcing it. Here's the thing. I think those are good points, usually, sometimes. Um and memorable, and that's good. Mm-hmm. But can we just say the thing Scripture says? And is that how dumb God thinks we are? Like, can we be okay thinking more that like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. can we be okay engaging in some deeper thought in Scripture other than like, here's three points. They all start off with the letter D, and it's like, why, <laughs> why? I don't know. I guess it's fine. That's just pet p- the personal pet peeve. Yeah, I don't like those. Hey, or when they get catchy on the wording. All right, man, we could do a whole <laughs> thing on that. I have some. It's like you got you got to direct the direction of your directing. And you're like, ah, amen. And you're like, <laughs> and I'm just the only guy in the back. i like, he didn't say anything. That's not a real phrase. So I just I don't know. Yeah. I get mad because it's so hard to preach during Christmas because there's only like. Four sermons, and they're all great, but there's not a lot to be said year after year after year after year after year that you just focus on, you know, like two or three chapters in the mm-hmm. Gospels. Um And it gets difficult to like, I don't know, pastoring for seven years. I got to say something on Christmas, but also they have the podcast so they can just go back and hear them. Yeah. So you got to find new things to do, but you really don't. It's okay to go back and just preach the same story, but just preach it in a new context. But still, there's a lot of pressure to do that. So they just you know what i mean Uh, i don't know why you me hey let's do this oh no i mean yes
0: (laughs) i i like to save a bunch of stuff on here without getting danny's permission
1: Uh if we get a a good
0: a good chunk of you guys to put to dm us well let's just plug let's just plug everything really quick um nobody special on facebook Nobody special podcast on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. Um go follow <laughs> us there. I don't know what the if other If you one haven't does. already Maybe don't go to it. <laughs> um and also you can find you can ask us, you can contact us if you go to the dot com slash nobody special. Um, you go to the bottom of the page there and you can type some stuff in mm-hmm. and it'll it will get to us, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But if if we get a good majority of you guys to like put in say what your favorite Christmas cookie is we need to do i i will out of my own pocket i won't make you spend money we're gonna make these cookies and we will try them out and see which one is good and the best
1: what? What Danny? If you put down joke cookies, I ain't making that garbage. I'm just not I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Some I like type shoe of... cookies. I'm like that's not a thing and we know it. <laughs> it needs to be Googleable. It's like I like snot cookies where we make cookies. But snot. if if you guys don't
0: want to participate then you know, it won't happen, but that's all right. <laughs>
1: well, uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go from that. Um yeah, so we'll make cookies for next week and we'll hopefully have a nicer podcast but Caleb yes. it's been a good podcast i think we talked hat. about some important things Merry had Christmas, fun all the way yeah and gotten to know a few of my pet peeves that i had no intention of sharing today and might not have made a lot of sense but please send us questions dms whatever you want to do yeah. we will yeah even uh, for normal questions
0: yeah <laughs> just just ask
1: us questions right will be good so anyway well Caleb that's going to do it for us today i'm yes, danny and i'm caleb and we are Nobody special.